The Cayman Islands Health Services Authority's General Practice and Public Health Clinics have relocated to Smith Road Medical Center. At the new location, you'll receive top quality care in a comfortable modern space enhancing your patient experience. Do you have flu-like symptoms or other non-emergent illnesses or injury? HSA's new urgent care walk-in clinic is now open at the main hospital campus. The new general practice location is for appointments only. For more information, call 949-8600 or visit hsa.com. When you have a sports or fitness-related injury, trust the expertise of the HSA Sports and Exercise Medicine Clinic to get you back in the game. Our internationally trained and certified physicians specialize in sports traumatology, sports medicine, pain management, and orthopedic surgery. For treatment of common injuries such as tendonitis, arthritis, tennis elbow, rotator cuff, or knee tears, schedule a consultation with the Sports and Exercise Medicine Clinic at Smith Road Medical Center by calling 949-8600 or visit hsa.ky for more information. Health Services Authority is now offering online payment options for patients. Patients of HSA can now pay their bills, including deposits, towards scheduled services online at payments.hsa.ky. The secure, new online payment system accepts debit or credit cards and is in addition to the available payment options of cash, check, and online bank transfer. For quick, easy, and secure payment directly from your phone or computer, visit HSA's new online payment system at payments.hsa.ky. The Health Services Authority's new pharmacy is now open at the Smith Road Medical Center. The new location features a large, comfortable waiting area and ticketing system to improve the patient experience. All uncollected prescriptions and refill requests previously submitted will now be available for collection at the Smith Road Pharmacy. Request your refills online at hsa.ky via WhatsApp 925-6534 or call 244-2715. For more information about our pharmacy hours, visit hsa.ky. At the Health Services Authority, we want to keep you informed about the latest developments that impact your health because your health matters to us. Join us each Friday and Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. as we cover health news, offer advice, and answer your questions on Healthcare Today with HSA. Welcome back to another episode of Healthcare Today with the HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor, and each and every Saturday we get together and we talk about all things related to your health. And at this episode, I want to say, do you know what the acronyms JCI means? And, and this has a lot of connotation internationally. And what I want to do is make it locally for us here. And I have uh, some great healthcare representatives who no stranger to the microphone here. But ladies, go ahead and introduce yourselves to my public. Hi, public audience. Uh, my name is Natalie, the health and safety manager at the Health Services Authority. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Sophia Lyons, and I'm the Quality and Risk Manager at the HSA. And the things that um, I was kind of alluding to it, the JCI is Joint Commission International. And, and what does that mean in the healthcare industry? Well, Joint Commission um, is an international organization, and they set the standards of quality um, of care and for patient safety. Mm -hmm. And, and, and th that's across the world globally, correct? Right. Excellent, excellent. And uh, let's bring it home. Um, this is like more than 100 countries involved in this joint commission, and Cayman is represented there now with it? Right. No, Cayman Islands, um, because JCI is really about the, the people, so it doesn't matter if you're small, 
you're a small island or it's a large country, you know, we all have patients and they have similar needs and they want the best quality care. So JCI um, ensures that no matter where you are, even with different resources, that you're able to provide quality care to your patients. And this is huge because, I mean, when in, in the global scheme of things, Cayman is, I, I call us a, a little dot. Now, we may be a very unique dot, but we are a dot compared to the bigger countries with healthcare, with, you know, hundreds of millions of, of people and dollars at their disposal. But we have really great quality care here in the Cayman Islands, and that is due to the resilience of our healthcare professionals here. And this alludes to that? Yes, yes, definitely. Um, JC accreditation is more of a validation of, you know, the service that we're able to provide. So, you know, we go through the standards, we look at what we have, you know, we improve, and we also put things in context. We may not be able to afford the latest software, but you still can make the process safer even without all the technology. Mm, excellent. And, and let's just um, backtrack over to the HSA. Now, of course, we, we know that is a world-class facility here in the Cayman Islands. We know that. The world don't know that. They, they just look at our numbers and say, okay, well, you know what? We don't have this. We don't have that. But yet we have a great healthcare system here. Tell me a little bit about that from your standpoint. All right. So um, in terms of the how the Joint Commission comes in with HSA, because, again, you said we ha are unique in our population and in our culture as well. So having the JCI and getting this accreditation, it proves to us that we are meeting the mark. We can match against other established, well-established um, institution. And we are just as good as, mm -hmm. if not better, than some of these organizations. So JCI just reaffirms what we already know. Perfect, perfect. And I mean, this is, this is um, they take a, a wide spectrum look at a healthcare facility within a country. Um, what are some of the criterias that we have met? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm interested to know because I, I always say, you know what, um, people look at us as the Caribbean. And when they say Caribbean, they say, oh, you know what, they don't have this, they don't have that. Because normally in the past, it has been hard to get um, higher quality healthcare. People always say, oh, well, fly to this place, you, it's that place. But we have that right here. Um, and how do they look at that? Well, you know, surgical procedure, what, what do they look at to make that accreditation for our country here, if I, can, if I can be so bold to ask? Right, so at HSA, we had focused on three main areas. Um, we uh, use the acronym SIM, which is Safety, Infection Control, and Medication Management. So in looking at safety, we look at safety from the patient standpoint. We look at it from the staff standpoint. Um, infection um, in control, that was a broad area mm -hmm. that we looked at from hospital-acquired infection, the safety procedures that we were doing in terms of um, infection within the hospital and within any procedure that we were doing and how we communicate that with the frontline staff and ensuring, again, it comes back to patient safety and medication management. The third, we looked at how are we handling our medication and ensuring that that is done in a safe manner. And those are, are really the hallmark of a great healthcare facility. I mean, it, it comes down to patient care, but also the infrastructure within the organization. Right, exactly. So apart from, so when we talk about safety, as we, I did mention, 
it's patient and staff. And we did look at our infrastructure um, standpoint. So we look at how can we improve it. Um, ways that we improve it, you may have seen as we go along and patch um, HSA, you have even in coming in, you would have seen the changes that have taken place, not only because of JCI, but because we were mindful that we are a growing population and mm -hmm. we need to reflect best practice at all times. Right, exactly. And, and best practice sometimes in, in folks, are in like, you know me, old time West Indian, clean up the front yard. You got to make sure the sand is fresh for Christmas time. You, you know, so, some things I've noticed were purely aesthetic, but when I walked in, I, I felt comfy. If that if that's kind of the word you're looking for, I felt more relaxed going to see a, a practitioner in the healthcare facility, and I think that is is where um you know people because you as clinical as we would love to be, sometimes your first step in shouldn't be all white walls and you know the smell of, of disinfectant. Right. <laughs> so so I have to say you know the, over the, the time frames you know HSA have been mindful of this and very thoughtful as we move forward. And, and I wanna say, um, you know, do, do JCI look also at, you know, um, the other agencies within the, the healthcare facility, like the ministries and things like that? Do, do they take a look at the healthcare ministry and how they interact with the services and things of that nature? Yes, uh, so it's it's a complete package. So JCI also monitors how we comply with our local laws and regulations. So if there are laws within the country, JCI looks you need to follow your local laws because your local laws would take precedence over even JCI. Mm. So you must be compliant like our health practice commission you know they set up they have a set of standards we must meet those in order for JCI to come in and then validate us. So the laws of the country and regulations, those are very important in healthcare management and very important as well for accreditation. Excellent. And if you're just tuning in, you're uh, listening to Healthcare Today with the HSA, uh, we're talking about JCI, which is the Joint uh, Commission, uh, uh, let me make sure, international. And this is the industry's leading accreditation body. And I looked up uh, online and they have over a thousand accreditations. That that's huge within, you know, I'm talking within, the, you know, globally across the globe and it's trusted. You know, I looked at some of their criteria and it's quite a stiff um, set of criteria that they look at before they pass this out saying that you are accredited. Yes, definitely. So they have about 187 standards and within each of these standards, you have some measurable elements that you have to meet. Right. Mm -hmm. If it's if it's not up to par, they also give you some feedback. You know, if you're just a partial, say, hey, this is what you can do to take your service to the next level. So they are not just grading you, but they're also providing feedback and helping mm. you to improve as you go along. So when you go through, you pass the first time as we did, but we're also looking how can we improve on what we already have. Right. So it's a process of continuous improvement, looking at the safety, looking at our facilities. You know, listening to our patients because JCL. They have a chapter and it's called patient-centered care. And within that, that chapter, you know, it emphasizes focus on the patient. We want to know how you're feeling when you come into the hospital. We want to know how you're feeling about the care you receive. So they encourage us to ask our patients. We, want to we have to tell you about your rights mm -hmm. as a patient. And so when you come, you're able to understand that and you're able to make a decision. And you, ha you know that you have a right to, you know, 
refuse the care or to go somewhere else if you're not satisfied. But with JCA accreditation and you choosing an accredited facility, you know, we are setting ourselves to provide you with a certain standard of care to ensure that when you leave the HSA, you know, you're in a better condition and we have done all we can to improve your health and your well-being. Excellent. Um, we're going to take a quick break and come right back. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk to you about um, the academic side of it. Um, we know that um, they have measures, but do they look at ambulance and the clinics and the laboratories and things like that? We're going to take a quick break and come right back. You're listening to Healthcare Today with the HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor, and we're talking about the GCI accreditation uh, that our HSA has right now. We'll be back in two minutes. Health Services Authority is now offering online payment options for patients. Patients of HSA can now pay their bills, including deposits, towards scheduled services online at payments.hsa.ky. The secure, new online payment system accepts debit or credit cards and is in addition to the available payment options of cash, check, and online bank transfer. For quick, easy, and secure payment directly from your phone or computer, visit HSA's new online payment system at payments.hsa.ky. When you have a sports or fitness-related injury, trust the expertise of the HSA's Sports and Exercise Medicine Clinic to get you back in the game. Our internationally trained and certified physicians specialize in sports traumatology, sports medicine, pain management, and orthopedic surgery. For treatment of common injuries such as tendonitis, arthritis, tennis elbow, rotator cuff, or knee tears, schedule a consultation with the Sports and Exercise Medicine Clinic at Smith Road Medical Center by calling 949-8600 or visit hsa.ky for more information. The Health Services Authority's new pharmacy is now open at the Smith Road Medical Center. The new location features a large, comfortable waiting area and ticketing system to improve the patient experience. All uncollected prescriptions and refill requests previously submitted will now be available for collection at the Smith Road Pharmacy. Request your refills online at hsa.ky via WhatsApp 925-6534 or call 244-2715. For more information about our pharmacy hours, visit hsa.ky. The Cayman Islands Health Services Authority's General Practice and Public Health Clinics have relocated to Smith Road Medical Center. At the new location, you'll receive top quality care in a comfortable, modern space enhancing your patient experience. Do you have flu-like symptoms or other non-emergent illnesses or injury? HSA's new urgent care walk-in clinic is now open at the main hospital campus. The new general practice location is for appointments only. For more information, call 949-8600 or visit hsa.ky. HSA's Cardiology Clinic is now located at Smith Road Medical Center. Our cardiology team provides expert care and treatment for heart conditions such as coronary artery disease, heart failure, arrhythmias, hypertension, congenital heart diseases, among others. The new location offers state-of-the-art cardiac diagnostic testing, including echocardiograms, ECGs, and stress tests. To contact, call 949-8600. At HSA, your heart matters to us. Now back to Healthcare Today with HSA and our host, Chuck Taylor. Welcome back to Healthcare Today with the HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor. Each and every Friday and Saturday at 1 p.m., we get together. We talk about all things related to your health. Uh, compliments of our friends over there at the HSA. So um, I've been talking with these wonderful ladies. And ladies, um, for anyone who's not listening uh, for the first time, go ahead and introduce yourselves to my public. Hi, good afternoon. My name is Natalie Kam. I am the Health and Safety Manager at the Health Services Authority. 
and I'm Sophie Lyons, Quality and Risk Manager at Health Services Authority. So we're talking about the uh, GCI, which is the industry-leading international accreditation body. Now, um, this group has basically been globally given accreditations for healthcare facilities and from large to small. And, and I, I almost want to say probably Cayman is the smallest that they've probably taken a look at. Oh, of course, they may, may be smaller, but I would say based on what I've seen with our HSA, we um, do punches well above the belt. We, we, we're quite high with all things that we do, which brings me to my looking at the smaller clinics within our our healthcare system. Uh, do they take a look at that, like uh, the ambulatory clinics and the labs and things like that? Definitely. And one of the things that JCI looks at is really standardization of practice across the different um, campuses. So we should be providing high quality care at the main hospital. And if you go to the clinic, if you go to Little Cayman, you mm -hmm. know, they expect that same level um, of quality. You may not have the same services, mm -hmm. but the same focus on safety, the same focus on infection prevention, the same focus on the patient experience, so all of these. So the services, you know, and the patient experience really transfer seamlessly across the different campuses uh -huh. with the same focus. So you shouldn't say, you know, when you go to Bontown, you should know that you're in a JCI accredited facility right. because the standard of care there is still the same. It's equal across the, the board. board. Exactly. Right. And I think that that is the thing that I, I love about this is, not, and I always say, you know what, I always say our house is the cleanest and it's always the best, but I like when other people come and say it too. It, it, it gives the validity of what we already know. So, you know, it's super, super excited about that, which comes me, brings me to my next question. What does the Joint Commission Golden Seal of Approval? Because I saw that on their website and I was like, okay, what is that? Tell me a little bit about that. Really, that is the seal, gold, and you know, gold in terms of precious metal, mm -hmm. you know, gold is really, <laughs> especially these days, on <laughs> price, right? So having that as a physical um, presence, so not just the service, but you can look and you can see that seal on the wall. It really provides validation and it also helps us as employees. You know, so we, we have something to look up to, that mm -hmm. we have to maintain the standard right. that, um, that the seal stands for because it is a symbol of quality. And when you come to the hospital, you look at the wall, you see the seal, you mm -hmm. expect to yes. see that seal coming across in the service that you receive. Yeah. So it's a constant reminder that we have to stay on our toes and maintain that quality level of service because an international organization is taking their reputation on us mm -hmm. and we also must live up to the expectations of the organization. So it is really an important constant reminder of focusing on quality for the patient. And, and I think th that is that is really great. You know, a lot of times um, uh, being accredited, people say, oh, why, why is, and I'm like, okay, think of it this way. Would you go to a lawyer who's not accredited? Would, would you go to, you know, would, would you go to a mechanic who is not certified, a mechanic who's not, uh, I said, the same thing comes across with your healthcare facility. You want to know that where I'm walking into is the absolute best and the quality is maintained for my benefit, for my daughter's benefit, for, for you know, her children's benefit, you know, because at the end of the day, 
this gives a testament to our outstanding level of health care within the Cayman Islands. Definitely. And that's one of the goals of the HSA as well, because we're not just healthcare providers, but we're also healthcare consumers. Mm-hmm. And if we get sick, if our family gets sick, you know, we want to be able to have them be treated in our facility. And we know that they are going to get the best care that is, in, is available to them. So it's very, very important that we provide that standard that is if it's, it has to be good enough for me, right? Mm-hmm. So we say if it's good enough for me, right? Then it's good enough for the island. Very, right? very true. And and let let's shift over a little bit. Um, talk about uh, administrative side of it. Um, the procedures and also the protocols. Uh, do they 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 kind of take a look at that and give guidance that say, okay, well this is working in in another scenario this might help do they do um, kind of guidance and tutelage with that also yes they provided some guidance to us um, from an administrative standpoint um, thinking of that i can think of our staff qualification they did a thorough background check on our staff ensure that the staff qualifications were up to date um, ensuring that what we say we're doing especially our policies so instead of asking us at the admin level about our policies, they ask the frontline staff. Really? Yes, because we are writing it, but they need to know what it is. So mm. that is how that communication aspect goes through. And again, as Miss Sophia has alluded to, and that is our quality of care and our improvement in services went through. Exactly. I mean, realistically, they are the first line. Sorry, the first line of defense. They they need to know everything that's coming from the hierarchy down to implement it properly and also um, give feedback to the hierarchy. Exactly. So that is what they did. And in our presentation to them, you know, we talk about all our um, strategies or methods of improvement, all our plans that we have in place. And again, when they reach the front line, they were like, Talk to me about your 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 um. The, what does sim mean to you? Mm-hmm. So we had that had the staff all prepared, had um our meetings. We went through it. It was like a constant reminder everywhere we went. It was all about JCI and being focused. Very very good. I mean, when I think of that, I I think of uh, a group coming in and saying, okay, I'm gonna look at your facility, your medical equipment. How often do you upgrade? You know, you know, the quality of your pills and mm-hmm. things of that nature. The, and, and probably the consistency, mm-hmm. you know, how, how many times, you know, and not to say people complain, but how many times does this happen? You know, we're, we're just coming out of a pandemic. It's still here. Right. <laughs> we, we say yes. we're coming up, but, but it's yes. still here. Yes. But that is kind of an understanding that, you know what, you need to kind of stay on top of your toes. You, you, right, you, you, right. you, you got you to be progressive and moving forward. Do, do they come in and take a look at those types of things right. also? Right. So not only did they look at what we were doing now, they wanted to know how are we going to improve what we're doing? Because it's always a matter of continuous improvement because we can't stay stationary. So they always want to know, okay, when you have your goals and this is accomplished, what next? Mm-hmm. What are you going to do next? So they, uh, they, they did have that discussion with us. How are we making sure that we have continuous improvement in our processes and in our services? Excellent, excellent. And moving forward, um, how, how long does the accreditation take to be? In, in other words, like they say, okay, you know what? We're coming in, we're going to do a three-month evaluation or a six-month evaluation, and then you're accredited for two years. Or How, how does that process work? 
when the surveyors are on the ground, usually that's less than two weeks, could be about eight days. Mm -hmm. um, and they go to the evaluate and it, they take a couple of days before they send you a report. Once accredited, as we are now, you're on a three-year cycle of re-accreditation. Mm -hmm. But of course, they reserve the right to show up any day ah, just to make sure. I was going to ask about right. that. So we have to be on our toes. Somebody could present and register Right. Be checking on us to see, you know, are we doing what, what we were doing um, six months ago? Are we making sure that we are identifying the patients correctly? Because there's so many things that we must do. So we have to be in a constant state of readiness because any day without warning, they can show up. And, and I, I think that is a testament to, and my listeners may laugh a little, that is a testament to the global outlook because Someone from anywhere could walk into HSA. Right. It, it, it right. doesn't have to be us friendly folks who recognize each other. Oh, my family member. Yes. And, and, and so at that point in time, mm. does the quality change? No. It's, it's always the same whether right. I know you or exactly. not. Right. Exactly. You know, and, and so I think that that is a great, great way of how uh, they also um, keep HSA on their toes, but also keep the public on their toes because... Right. At any given time in those, as you said, in those three years, they can stop by for a site visit. Right. You know, stop yes. by and say, yes. say hello. Yes. <laughs> you yes. know, and yes. you need to be able to say, hey, what we did yesterday is the same as we're going to do today okay. yeah. is the same as we're going to do tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I think right. that is a, a great, great looking at our healthcare facility and the Definitely. global map of things. Definitely. Um, they have a standard that looks at uniform level of care. And so we have to keep providing that same level of care, not because I know you or I know that this person from JCI, or, you know. So it doesn't matter when somebody comes into our facility, if you're whatever your financial status or your standing in the community, mm -hmm. it should be that same level of quality care. And we also provide care for patients regardless of their ability to pay. Because mm -hmm. if you need life-saving treatment, you need life-saving treatment. And those things, when we focus on safety and, and quality, um, that will come secondary. Mm -hmm. And the goal really is to ensure that this patient gets the best outcome best. possible. And, and I think, you know, in... Sometimes I laugh. I say, you know, our our West Indian upbringing always say, "Oh, I can't go to the doctor unless I can pay for it." You know right. that 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 was something growing up. You know, we heard oh in the past. You know, and uh, sorry, I'm from the '80s and '70s, and oh, maybe a little bit before that. But th those were thoughts that were constantly in our head. That doesn't not being able to financially should not stop you from getting life saving treatment. Yes. You know, and, and I think that is a great, great way to, to take a quick break. We're going to take a quick break and come back and talk to about the accreditation process. Uh, if you're just tuning in, it's Healthcare Today with the HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor, and we're talking about the Joint Commission Gold Seal of Approval Accreditation uh, that the HSA has. We'll be right back. Health Services Authority is now offering online payment options for patients. Patients of HSA can now pay their bills, including deposits, towards scheduled services online at payments.hsa.ky. The secure, new online payment system accepts debit or credit cards and is in addition to the available payment options of cash, check, and online bank transfer. For quick, easy, and secure payment directly from your phone or computer, visit HSA's new online payment system at payments.hsa.ky. 
When you have a sports or fitness-related injury, trust the expertise of the HSA's Sports and Exercise Medicine Clinic to get you back in the game. Our internationally trained and certified physicians specialize in sports traumatology, sports medicine, pain management, and orthopedic surgery. For treatment of common injuries such as tendonitis, arthritis, tennis elbow, rotator cuff, or knee tears, schedule a consultation with the Sports and Exercise Medicine Clinic at Smith Road Medical Center by calling 949-8600 or visit hsa.ky for more information. The Health Services Authority's new pharmacy is now open at the Smith Road Medical Center. The new location features a large, comfortable waiting area and ticketing system to improve the patient experience. All uncollected prescriptions and refill requests previously submitted will now be available for collection at the Smith Road Pharmacy. Request your refills online at hsa.ky via WhatsApp 925-6534 or call 244-2715. For more information about our pharmacy hours, visit hsa.ky. The Cayman Islands Health Services Authority's General Practice and Public Health Clinics have relocated to Smith Road Medical Center. At the new location, you'll receive top quality care in a comfortable, modern space enhancing your patient experience. Do you have flu-like symptoms or other non-emergent illnesses or injury? HSA's new urgent care walk-in clinic is now open at the main hospital campus. The new general practice location is for appointments only. For more information, call 949-8600 or visit hsa.ky. HSA's Cardiology Clinic is now located at Smith Road Medical Center. Our cardiology team provides expert care and treatment for heart conditions such as coronary artery disease, heart failure, arrhythmias, hypertension, congenital heart diseases, among others. The new location offers state-of-the-art cardiac diagnostic testing, including echocardiograms, ECGs, and stress tests. To contact, call 949-8600. At HSA, your heart matters to us. Now back to Healthcare Today with HSA and our host, Chuck Taylor. And we are back, folks. Welcome to Healthcare Today with the HSA. Each and every Friday and Saturday at 1 p.m., we get together and we talk about all things related to your health. Of course, compliments our friends over there at the HSA. And um, this one is cause for celebration and also incitement because um, this sets up what I think is a great framework for the future. Um, it's nice to have uh, international world-class accreditation on our national healthcare providers, a testament to what we've already known, which we have the best, but it's nice to be able to kind of toot your own horns and let other peoples know also. And with that being said, um, ladies, let, let me ask you, the accreditation process, it's kind of a framework for us to also take a look internally at what we're doing right and possibly, you know, uh, keeping up with the global standards. Am I, would I be correct in saying that also? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so we use the standards and we look at our own situation. We look at what's going on internationally as well. Because a lot of this is about constant learning. Healthcare is constantly changing. You have new diseases. You know, when COVID came about, we had to learn um, how to manage something that we have never really dealt with um, before. So. Mm-hmm. Having um, this, these standards to guide us as well, it helps us to put processes in place so that you know we go through COVID. You write it down to say this is what we did. We right. keep a record so when something has happened, we can you know evaluate based on what we have we have done before. See, hey, we probably need to change this. We look at our facility. You know, you actually get tested. You know, how many patients can you? 
accommodate and if you need additional space where would you put them so yeah. it forces you to look at your resources to see what so next time something happens you already know you mm-hmm. have the process written down and you know it creates um bonds with different um institutions different um government agencies to sort of come together because the hospital by itself really cannot function we need support we have to have water we have to have electricity and all of these I, factors I, come into play I to really People don't think of that. They they just think that you know what you automatically work. Right. You know, and if all else fails, it'll happen. Right. But the the, I guess the back structure of it, it's a lot of individual agencies, a lot of things working to make that one building. Well, it's, I say one building, but it's multiple building. That building operate at the best level possible. Right, and JC, you know, give us. The, the the knowledge and the, the resources to help us to you know support you know having agreements in, in place and really being prepared because they say if this happens what would you do so mm-hmm. you you're forced to think ahead if there's no water what is your plan if the electricity goes out what is your plan how long can your generator last you know you have to know all of it. If there's a fire how long will this door stay um Close. Close for or intact for. How long do you have to get the patients out? You have to test these things. You have to do fire drills. So you are prepared and you know. This sounds know. like a very intense process to, to get to this level. Yes. Definitely. Yes, definitely. it was. Miss Natalie can it tell you about <laughs> it. It was um, a lot of, of, of um, checking, checking, making sure that we are in line. Um, as Sophia said, um, in terms of not just, they don't want to know about these fire drills. They want to see records. They want to see mm-hmm. all of those documentation, what went wrong and what went wrong, what have we done to correct these things that have gone wrong. So mm-hmm. it was a lot of planning in place. It was a lot of um, preparedness, mm-hmm. let us just say, for this accreditation process. Right. Because mm-hmm. like I tell people, said, people say, oh, you're in the Cayman Islands. You never have an earthquake. You're in the Cayman Isles. The only thing you have to worry about is that that H word, you know. But th- there's a flooding. There's power outage. Th- you know, yes. th- there's tons right. of things right. that that people normally don't take into consideration. Right. But that's part of our infrastructure that we have to right. deal with here. Right, right. definitely. Because one thing also that JCI looks at are things that are like high risk but low volume. So we may be very good at hurricane. We have our kits. We know what to do. Mm-hmm. It's almost every year that we prepare. But right. earthquakes, no, that's rare, right? But so we may less less be able to respond mm-hmm. appropriately. Right. So things that don't do, does not happen often, we have mm-hmm. to practice them. So we have yeah. to have drills, just you know, in case, and not just fire drills. Miss Natalie, she had to have a fire drill in the night because fires don't just occur in the day. So you can't just practice wow. in the day when you can see. Mm-hmm. What if it happens at night and you need to go outside? You know, uh-huh. is the area that you need to go? Is it adequately lighted mm-hmm. for us to evacuate in the night so jcf forced us to just look at the different wow. circumstances I, I, yeah right that that makes me have to talk with my team now i just thought about that said yeah guys we, we have fire drills all the time in the day but what happens if we hear working in the yeah. night right. Yeah. Yes. I, right. So <laughs> where would you go you know and because w- it, sometimes you have an assembly here and you're able to see everybody, but maybe there's not a street light there, so you need to make sure you find a spot. If it's the night, go here so mm-hmm. we can count everybody right. under the street light. So you know, it, these are some of the it's things. It's a lot of thought-provoking process yes. that 
you you find goes along with the the traditional taking care of your patient. Right. What 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 do you need to do to take care of your patient? Mm-hmm. Well, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. Have a fire drill to make sure that hey, if you come there in the middle of the night for emergency and a fire breaks out, how am I going to make sure that you're still safe? safe. Yes, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Looking at all the possibilities and have having the processes in place to just you know allow it to flow seamlessly. Make sure you have your backup power, you have batteries for your equipment if, if the power goes out. You know, I have to know that this battery will only last one hour and mm-hmm. within one hour I need to get a new machine. And so you have to have all of these things really in place. And if it's not, then the patient's life is at risk. So mm-hmm. it's about being prepared, about knowing how to respond. And then if it is that things did not go well, that you go back, you evaluate, and then you fix it going forward. Right. So, so, so the, there, there is that learning curve. Definitely. That gives Definitely. you the, the also, also, I mean, because the first time you do it, it's probably not going to be, be correct. Right. 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 The first time you're going to have this scenario, probably not going to go exactly how you planned it. So how can you... Um, Take a revisit it and get better at it. Get faster. Get more efficient. Right. And I'll also make sure that you're operating at a hundred percent. I think that is a great thing that this accreditation process um, is also doing in, in embedding in our community here at the HSA. I think that is a great, great way. Um, let's talk about the inspections a little bit. Um, you know, the clinical service and things like that. Um, you said that they come in for a couple of weeks and then and then they have the opportunity to come at any point in time to visit you and say, hey, guys, popping in, you know, let's let's sit down, have a chit chat. What's how things are going and things like that. And that is marked also on your accreditation. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, we have to maintain the standard. I mean, there could be, you know, things that would could threaten that. But of course, so we have to stay sharp. Mm-hmm. and maintain um, but as as an organization they they understand that healthcare hospitals in general people work at these institutions and humans are not perfect right so there is the possibility that someone could you know make a mistake and that's why we have processes in place we don't rely on somebody to remember hey these are the three steps you must take we put it on the wall Mm-hmm. So you don't have to think about it. Yeah. Right. So these are just some of the processes. We're, we're human. Place. We're human. Yes. And, and, to, and to error is to human. But Bruh. but part of part of the process is also knowing where to get the right information right. to do what you're going to do right. properly. Right. And and I think that that is great. I mean, the, so they've interacted with your board members and and it, right down to your sh- cooking staff and things of that nature cleaning Defin- janitor definitely everybody, definitely everybody. everyone everyone because first cleanliness i mean so our housekeepers um our support staff or porters that transport our patients you know all of these are like key it's it's a link it's a chain and each one each link is important to keeping the chain strong and anywhere that there's a break in the chain then you know that's when you right. have a breakdown in safety and quality so our support staff or housekeeping staff or nurses or physicians you know or administrative staff or receptionists or registration staff all of us mm-hmm. you know we have to work together to keep that link and think of yourself as a patient you come in you get registered first that's the first person you see that's where your experience starts mm-hmm. right and 
it's about them collecting your information you know correctly so that when you go to see the doctor that everything is correct so that when you know, if you do a blood test and you need to get your results, that your phone number was accurately captured and we're able to call you and say, hey, you need to come back for your appointment. And all of these um, processes, you, ne you need to be seen in a clean office, clean office space. And so all of the workers, every employee has their role to play. And we try to really get that across, that accreditation is about the entire organization. Each member must understand their role and be able to answer the question, what is my role in this organization? and How do I contribute to patient safety and quality of care? And, and I think that in a broad stroke, um, that's the level that we want to maintain across the board. Without, you know, it's nice, as I said, to, to have somebody shout on the accreditation side, but then to have somebody behind you remind you, hey guys, y'all need to keep, keep this level of standard. It's always a good plus on any organization, mm -hmm. uh, most of all the healthcare, you know, improvement on um, some examples of uh, standardization and, and things within the industry. Um, speaking of that, we'll take a quick break, our final one. We're going to come right back and I'm going to talk to the ladies about just that. Um, give me some examples of improvements and things that they have done to um, continue on this great uh, exemplary road that the HSA is doing. You're listening to Healthcare Today with the HSA. We'll be right back. All right. She have, uh, you're, you're doing good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we, we, we're jumping around a little bit, but, yeah. we, but we're, we're yeah. good. Um, we can talk about the, um, uh, when was the <coughs> actual accreditation? Because they have okay. it here um, uh, from the, a vigorous on-site review and all the nine facilities. You can go a little bit into details about mm -hmm. that. Say that even though the even though overall was accredited, they went to yeah. individual, individual ones yes, and took obvious. a look at that yeah, also. Right. Speak on that. All right, yeah, ladies, okay. You want some water? Are you Hello, good? Thank you. Okay, yes, you're doing yes, fine. Girl. I'll, I'll be better in the, after the next day. <laughs> wait, 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 When you sit down, listeners, I'll be like, I sound good. <laughs> this is great. This is easy going. The stress level is good. All right, here we go. Welcome back to Healthcare Today with the HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor. And um, we get together and we talk about all things related to your health. And I love the fact of what we're doing today, kind of tooting the horn and kind of, you know, as they say, bigging up the fact that we are doing good within our healthcare facility, our HSA here. Um, talking about uh, GCI, which is Joint Commission uh, and international I, I keep keep losing it on that this is a standardization board for healthcare systems globally um, they look at everything uh, they measure uh, our experts the patients it's, it's scientific it it is also um, what I want to say cultural because they they really get on the ground and talk to people within the entire healthcare facility and speaking of that, I have the ladies here with me. Um, so, I, as I said, talk to me a little bit about the standardization and the improvements and how they, how and when we got accredited right here in the Cayman Islands. So, our accreditation took place from the 1st of May until the 10th of May. Um, how that started, so we already had our level of preparedness. In that preparedness, we had some 
great improvement done. We had some infrastructural improvement in our operating room. Um, at the nursing station, we changed out all our nursing stations. So there was just improvement right throughout the organization just to make it, um, it was not necessarily only for JCI, but for safety of mm -hmm. patients. So we also did all of that improvement. Our JCI process, it took place in all our HSA facilities. So it started from the eye clinic to the dental internally. Uh, from radiology, you already know, I'm not know if our listeners already knew that our laboratory staff was already JCI mm, accredited okay. some time ago. Um, so we did right throughout the inpatient unit. We move on to our district clinics, uh, Faith Hospital and Little Cayman. So all our facilities were visited by the inspectors and we were assessed and was found in good standing orders. So we were granted our approval of certificate of approval. And, and this is the first time we've attempted this. Am, am I correct in this saying that? This is our absolute first time. Wow. That, that, that and folks, mind me if I smile a little bit. That means that we have been doing this before for us to come through with, without being say, hey, guys, you need to take a look at this. Y'all need to fix this before we give you a credit. That means that we were already operating at a very high standard. Right. As I said, we, yes. I, I know that. But, you know, just just nice to, to others to know that. Right. You, you said it right. We know we were operating at high standard because we hold ourselves and our um, population to mm -hmm. high standard, right, to provide this care. But we just wanted somebody to come in and to just assess and say, yes, we do agree that you are doing, um, providing this quality care at excellent service at good standard. Right. Excellent. Excellent. And, and I want to say, you know, um, this was done across the, the nine facilities of our, our health care. And, and I, I say outposts, but, you know, the district clinics and things of right. that nature and Cayman Brack and Little Cayman. Right. Yes. yes. So yes. All, all the district clinics were involved in it. Little Cayman and Cayman Brack was a part of our inspection. Excellent. Excellent. And folks, um, the great thing about this is, and you, you probably say, why what I need to be accredited, you know? And, and, and as I said before, it goes back to what we said, I said in the beginning of the program, you know, it improves the risk management. It reduces the risk. You, you know the strength of our community confidence by having when you walk in and you see the seal of approval, you, you know that, it, and the good thing about this is, this is linked to, and I said before, a thousand plus other healthcare facilities across the globe. So it's, it, it gives us an opportunity to also say, hey, you know what? We are just as good as Mount Sinai in LA. And if you know where Mount Sinai is, that is one of the biggest and the baddest hospitals in the US. We are just as good as them. We're, we're operating at the same level. Because right. I saw that that was one of their, um, <laughs> one, of, one of their accreditations was over there in Mount Sinai. I was like, I know this hospital. I've, I've, for reasons I've been there, but I was like, okay, it's good to know that our piece of the world operates and has the highest standards as, you know, a facility that does, you know, 2 million people, you know, on, on a year, <laughs> you yeah. know, on average. You know, it's great to know that. And, and with that being said, um, we'll just take a quick... Uh, I lost my train of thought there. Oh, yeah. Um, and with that being said, um, preparing for the accreditation, 
how long did you physically, and, and you know, because we, we, we talk about that saying, okay, you know what, I'll inform the staff we're getting set for this accreditation. The staff knew three weeks out, four weeks out, something like that. That they and they get excited about that because all of a sudden now, I gotta make sure I doubly double check, triple check, make sure everything is good on that end because I know what I'm presenting is going to be globally recognized. My job is going to be globally recognized. Um, and you said that the, the, some departments were accredited beforehand. Yes. Yes. So I think we confirmed the survey date about five, five, months, five, five months before they actually arrived on site. But our laboratory, including the one at Faith Hospital, they were accredited before. So they're on their second cycle. Um, so about six years going now um, that mm. we have been accredited in the lab. So, you know, we interact with the lab and we, you know, get some knowledge as to what it means to be accredited and to maintain that level of um, quality. And we were able to use some of that knowledge to help us across the entire hospital entire to really adapt and to be ready when the surveyors arrive. Excellent. Excellent. Ladies, um, thank you so much. Before I go, uh, any parting words that you want to say? Definitely. I want to say a big thank you to all the staff at HSA who made this accreditation process a success that it is. Starting from the board, going down to senior management, uh, section managers, and awesome team to our frontline staff who make it all possible. So kudos to HSA and awesome job done. Okay. Um, just the same as well. Um, and I also want to, you know, say a big shout out to our patients as well because, you know, they were part of the process going through with us on some days when we were, you know, improving our infrastructure, you know, minor inconvenience, but, you know, they, they were there with us. And I just want to say that we did that for them. We did it for the patients, we did it for the community, and we want them to, you know, enjoy our facilities. And when they come, they should expect, they should demand the level of care that that gold seed comes with when they come to see us. Excellent, excellent. And um, from my side, being one of the um, users over the years and in, in, in I would say daily in some parts um, of HSA, thank you for all the hard work that you and your teams do. Uh, it goes um, without saying that you are really a representative of a global facility right here in the Cayman Islands. And I, I walk in with confidence. I know what I'm receiving is top notch. No need to fly, no need to travel, no, no need to do anything except let you do your job. And that is to take care of this community. So thank you so thank much. You, thank, thank you. Chuck. you. Thank you. Once again, I thank you so much for tuning in to Healthcare Today with the HSA. I'm your host, Chuck Taylor. Check us out each and every Friday and Saturday at 1 p.m. We talk about all things related to your health. Compliments of the HSA. Health Services Authority is now offering online payment options for patients. Patients of HSA can now pay their bills, including deposits, towards scheduled services online at payments.hsa.ky. The secure, new online payment system accepts debit or credit cards and is in addition to the available payment options of cash, check, and online bank transfer. For quick, easy, and secure payment directly from your phone or computer, visit HSA's new online payment system at payments.hsa.ky. When you have a sports or fitness-related injury, trust the expertise of the HSA Sports and Exercise Medicine Clinic to get you back in the game. 
are internationally trained and certified physicians specialized in sports traumatology, sports medicine, pain management, and orthopedic surgery. For treatment of common injuries such as tendonitis, arthritis, tennis elbow, rotator cuff, or knee tears, schedule a consultation with the Sports and Exercise Medicine Clinic at Smith Road Medical Center by calling 949-8600 or visit hsa.ky for more information. The Health Services Authority's new pharmacy is now open at the Smith Road Medical Center. The new location features a large, comfortable waiting area and ticketing system to improve the patient experience. All uncollected prescriptions and refill requests previously submitted will now be available for collection at the Smith Road Pharmacy. Request your refills online at hsa.ky via WhatsApp 925-6534 or call 244-2715. For more information about our pharmacy hours, visit hsa.ky. The Cayman Islands Health Services Authority's General Practice and Public Health Clinics have relocated to Smith Road Medical Center. At the new location, you'll receive top quality care in a comfortable, modern space enhancing your patient experience. Do you have flu-like symptoms or other non-emergent illnesses or injury? HSA's new urgent care walk-in clinic is now open at the main hospital campus. The new general practice location is for appointments only. For more information, call 949-8600 or visit hsa.ky. HSA's Cardiology Clinic is now located at Smith Road Medical Center. Our cardiology team provides expert care and treatment for heart conditions such as coronary artery disease, heart failure, arrhythmias, hypertension, congenital heart diseases, among others. The new location offers state-of-the-art cardiac diagnostic testing, including echocardiograms, ECGs, and stress tests. To contact, call 949-8600. At HSA, your heart matters to us. Hi, this is Patricia Bryan. I would like to invite you to my brand new show starting on June 26 at 5 to 6.30 p.m. on Monday evenings called Legal Talk with Patricia Bryan. I'll talk to you soon. Hi, this is Patricia Bryan. Tune in on Mondays between 5 and 6.30 p.m. on Bobo 89.1 FM for my new talk show, Legal Talk with Patricia Bryan. Do you want to know about the legal system in the Cayman Islands? Do you want to be informed about legal issues, issues surrounding employment law, civil litigation, landlord and tenant, criminal law, family law, wills and trust, estates? We will discuss this all on my new legal talk show where there's nothing going on except legal talk. It's called Legal Talk with Patricia Bryan, Mondays at 5 to 6.30 p.m. on Bobo 89.1 FM.